Business Desk Today is the podcast for New Zealand business leaders. Your daily business briefing from the team at businessdesk.co.nz. Good morning and welcome to Business Desk Today, your daily podcast summarizing the day's top stories. It's Thursday, the 5th of October, and I'm your host, Jock Stenkamp. In today's episode, we look at the used culture walking the talk, lenders put Greg Oliver's and Hallier's home on the block, Kayanga Aura prefab apartment developer faces liquidation, and debanking is a major problem for New Zealand crypto companies. But first, our main story this morning comes from Oliver Lewis, who writes that Beachland developer threatens counsel with legal action. In the story, Lewis writes that a developer working with a New Zealand super fund has threatened Auckland Council with legal action if councillors adopt a proposed future development strategy. The Planning, Environment and Parks Committee was meant to consider whether to adopt the strategy at a meeting on Thursday. However, a decision was made on Wednesday to push this out to November 2nd. Before the planned meeting, Russell Property Group Managing Director Brett Russell wrote to councillors outlining his concerns with a future development strategy, a statutory requirement meant to provide the basis for long-term planning around urban growth. Moving on, and in the 10th in a series of articles exploring the state of New Zealand's public service, including the career and legacy of Public Service Commissioner PTUs, Nikishan Sali writes that PTUs volunteers that he is extremely watchful. Meanwhile, Brent Melville writes that lenders put Greg Oliver's and Hallier's home on the block. He writes that the failed property developer Greg Oliver has emerged as having an interest in a $6.5 million St. Hallier's luxury villa now on the market as a mortgagee sale. The mortgagee holders are listed as private equity real estate investors Gold Band Finance and Alpha First Securities from December 2021. The property was purchased in July 2021 for $5.6 million by Wayne Bailey. Its owners have included former Chief Financial Officer of BNZ, Adrian Duarte, who purchased it in 2012 for $3.25 million and sold it in 2020 for $5.2 million. Also out this morning, Denise McNabb writes that Kayanga Aura, prefab apartment developer, faces liquidation. In the story, she writes that a building company that received publicity for innovative modular pods prefabricated in Vietnam as an economic and green alternative for hotels and housing construction faces liquidation in the High Court in Auckland on October 13. Demolition and Civil Works company Yaka TDC filed the application over a $550,000 debt it claims it is owed by TLC Contractors Limited trading as TLC Modular for concreting and civil work at the developer's Belleville site in Papakura, where 64 townhouses are being built in stages. TLC's managing director, Gary Lapine, initially told Business Desk he knew nothing about Yaka's court application, but when pressed further, he said, quote, I can talk about it, but I don't want to, end quote. Time for a quick break. Welcome back. 
Riley Kennedy writes this morning that Malcolm Burns' hopeful new investor will help clear debt. In the story, he writes that uneden businessman Malcolm Burns has told the High Court he should have new investors in place by December to help clear the more than $1 million he owes to his financier. But the liquidators of Burns Group, his holding company, have reported that it owes much more than first thought. Also out this morning in his weekly tech column, Peter Griffin writes that e-banking is a major problem for New Zealand crypto companies. And in another opinion piece, Julia Jones writes that there is hope election night will deliver a silver bullet, but will it? And in her weekly Cooking the Books podcast, Frances Cook discusses the growth strategy to take you to the top. You can read more on this and other stories mentioned today on our website at www.businessdesk.co.nz. On Wednesday, neither the New Zealand Benchmark Index nor Economist were surprised by the fact there was no change made to the official cash rate by the Reserve Bank of New Zealand. The S&P NZX50 index was flat at 1,1235.05. Turnover was $108 million. There were 38 gainers and 85 decliners on the main board. And lastly, don't forget to test your smarts in our daily quizness desk quiz out at 9.15am. That's all from me, Jock Stienkamp. Have a great day. Thank <laughs> you.